Welcome to the Side Hustle to Full-Time Web Designer Podcast. I'm your host, Keegan Lanier. I'm a corporate professional by day and side hustling web designer by night. I'm inviting you to come alongside me as I take my web design side hustle full-time. I share the highs, lows, lessons learned, resources, and strategies I learned to help you do the same. Together, we'll go from side hustle to full-time web designer. What is up, everybody? It's Keegan, back here with another episode of the Side Hustle to Full-Time Web Designer podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to talk all about containing the craziness of juggling multiple projects. If you've been doing this for a while, you totally know and you have felt the pain of what it's like whenever you have that feast and famine. One month, you're completely bored out of your mind, you've got no projects, and the next month, you're pulling your hair out because you have no idea how you're going to do all the work. That's not abnormal. It's actually quite normal. It's actually way more normal than you might think. But what we're focused on here is helping you contain the crazy um, to really be able to help minimize those peaks and valleys and normalize your business. So that's what we're talking about in this episode. Uh, But first, before we jump in, I've got to give a shout out. Um, A big sponsor for this episode is our good friends over at Divi Space. We're going to leave a link in the show notes. And Divi Space is there for all of your WordPress, WooCommerce, and Divi needs. They've got excellent products. They are bringing some good stuff to the table. So click the link in the show notes and check them out and show them a little bit of love and it will support the show. But you know, moving on into this, I want to talk in this episode about how to balance workflow. I really, there's one way to do that and there's one way to help keep your sanity and that's by setting parameters very early in the process. You want to be very upfront, very clear, very transparent with your clients. And that's tough to do if you're taking on everything that comes your way. So a few bullet points that I want to cover here. You know, the first one is that you need to have a system to track project status. And yeah, that means even if you work alone, set up a project management system, make sure that you're tracking the status of projects and doing things consistent. That'll help you get really efficient. It'll help you move faster through projects. And when you have a bunch going on, it'll help you make sure that you can pick right back up quickly with where you were before on your project. And that's key is to keep in the downtime to a minimal or the time where you're just busy work or trying to figure out where you were, you've got to minimize that so that you can stay productive and stay moving forward on your project. The other thing is to give a client a custom website if and only if they're paying you for custom work. You know, and by that I mean if you're charging $1,000 and you're trying to customize everything, um, you're doing too much. And if they're paying, you know, paying a premium for the site, then absolutely take the time, go deep, utilize the time they're paying you and and build a custom website. Otherwise, use the platforms that are out there to create a service that works for them and that is really effective and build a great site for them. You have that's the key. You've got to build a great website that gets them to their goal. But the custom code doesn't necessarily matter. And with that, you know, the next one is use a page builder. I, I use Divi. You guys have been here for a long time. You know I love page builders. You know I love Divi. And the reason I love it is because it allows me to save blocks and templates that I can reuse and just restyle and, and, and re-theme um, to, to really benefit the client, to fit the client's vision. 
And so that's another massive, massive point. And the uh, another way to, to really help mitigate the crazy and contain some of this crazy juggling of multiple projects is to build recurring revenue so that you have the ability to control project flow. And what I mean by that is that the feast or famine cycle that a lot of young web developers get into is that one month they're doing a lot of selling and then they bring on a lot of projects and they have four or five or six or eight or 10 or 12 projects going at the same time and then they finish those projects and they haven't been selling so they're left having to go back into the sale process but then the next month they have no sales so they went from a really really busy month to a really dead month Um, and that's great for finances when you look at the whole year, but it's really rough whenever you look at it for just a single month, one busy month, one not busy month, unless it's planned that way. The problem is it's normally not planned that way and it's reactionary. That's where you get in trouble. So you've gotta build recurring revenue through hosting, through care plans, maybe even through subscription pricing. You wanna build that up so that you control the project flow. And then the very last part of this, controlling the crazy, is to not procrastinate work your effing face off. When you have a project, hit it. Hit the timelines. Do not fail to hit timelines. Work, 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 and get it done and do it well. And I want to clarify that this is not an endorsement of like the hustle, um, the hustle, um, what word am I trying to say? I guess mindset, the hustle flow, hustle philosophy. Um, Don't know the word I'm trying to say, but like that hustle uh, society, I really said hustle a lot, but what I'm trying to say is that you need to work hard and work efficient. You need to hit your timelines, but you don't have to work you know, 20 hours a day every single day. You just need to make sure that your time is being spent very effectively and that you work hard on the projects to hit the deadlines and produce good work. And really, you know, to, to wrap this whole thing up, the, a big piece of this, I talked about recurring revenue, a big piece is finding the right pricing to keep recurring revenue going strong. That is key. And that means if your prices are so low and you get a bunch of people coming and you're closing a bunch of sales, you can probably up your price. If your price is so high that you're getting people that are coming in, but they're not qualifying, you're not selling them, that means you might need to go down on your price just a little bit, which I wouldn't recommend very often. Um, Going down, unless you're just ridiculous, you're trying to charge like 15 grand for um, a very small five-page website, that might not be the, the best approach. But if it's within reason, find the right price to keep that recurring revenue going strong. So change it up and down, make sure you hit the right spot, find the sweet spot, and then if you get a lot of projects, you feel like you're working really hard, up your price for the next person who comes in. Just go crazy, test the water, see what they say, Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. And then the last piece, and this one I find really critical, Uh, I I love, I mean, all of these are, are really important, but this one right here is like your safety net, and that's to always network, just in case, You have to offload projects, right? You're gonna need a trusted partner to help if you get into crisis mode. So always network, join communities, Facebook groups are free, you know, private communities bring a ton of value, but they do cost money and I get that, not everybody has a disposable income, but you wanna build your network of people that you trust, people you know who do good work, 
because if you get into a position where you're just completely like madhouse crazy overwhelmed you need to have a trusted person that can do the work that you know is going to do it extremely well and meet your clients expectations and then you can white label them you know you can have them do the work and do the work through you and you get it in your portfolio you still work with the client you still do the client management and all is well in the world but you've got to keep that person in your back pocket so those are really uh, some of my tips some of the really quick down and dirty tips um, for how to contain the absolute insanity, the craziness of juggling multiple projects. There's so many other tips and tricks to that, and there's efficiencies that you'll find as you continue to go through this. But these were some of them that came to mind that, I, that were really top of mind that I wanted to talk and share with you. So this is going to be episode number 10 of the Side Hustle to Full-Time Web Designer podcast. So to find it, you can click the link in the show notes. It's going to take you to keganlearn.com forward slash E10, and that's going to get you to the full on episode, everything on our website, and there's tons of other great things that you could check out there while you're there. I appreciate you being here for another episode. It's hard to believe, like 10 episodes in already of the new format, the new podcast. Um, the, the response has been absolutely crazy. It's been amazing. Um, the feedback has been awesome. Please take the time. We're going to say it again in the outro. But if you feel like this is something that's bringing you value, jump over to Apple Podcasts, leave the podcast a review, tell us what you love about it, share it with the people that you know can get some value from it. That would be absolutely incredibly amazing, and I would appreciate it so much. I hope you have an awesome day. We'll see you next week with another episode. Thanks for listening to the Side Hustle to Full-Time Web Designer Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Also, visit KeeganLanier.com to stay in touch.